Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Histories of Nerd. At- Ooh. Ooh. You know, it's that, one of those. It's been a long time since we've done that. I almost said nerd episodes, and I think it's just because we were just debating about, like, what episode this was. As usual, this is episode 45. Uh, no. But- no. It's 44. Oh, no. This is 44. <laughs> you. <laughs> welcome to Secret is- Episodes of 44 Histories. 40- 44. <laughs> episode 44 yes this is this is the week that feels like this yeah when is it supposed to be 80 it's supposed (laughs) to be 80 on tuesday actually oh my god at least here i we're we're separated by time and space but oh i just looked at the the (laughs) forecast again and 80 is no longer on the docket Ooh. but oh wait no yes there it is tuesday tuesday there you go Okay. okay. There you go. That, just making, like that. We're gonna. And then we're we're getting there. <laughs> it did snow though. It did snow this week. It's been a very long week. Yes. <laughs> it's been a very long week for many, many, many reasons. I I was texting Brenda before this, like, when are gonna talk about the start of the show? And I was like, wow, like ten things happened on Monday, and that was just Monday. <laughs> and I was like, I've blanked out this whole week. <laughs> We're going to talk about this week. What do you mean, Austin? We recorded yesterday. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I was just like, what? And I remember talking about news, and I just sat on the couch, and I was just like, I don't remember the news. (laughs) But some of the news was that a new Ace Attorney game, not so much new, but new for us in America, is going to be coming out. (laughs) Yes. So this is a game that was originally released in 2015 in Japan. It's a prequel to the regular Ace Attorney series, and it features one of um, who we know as Phoenix Wright's um, ancestors, <laughs> who was also an attorney in old-timey Japan. Um, and the reason we didn't get this game initially is because it featured Sherlock Holmes. This is the most uh, wild story I've ever heard. Okay, so most of the Sherlock Holmes stories are fall in the public domain which means like anyone can write a story featuring sherlock holmes unless except if sherlock holmes there's like 10 sherlock holmes stories that aren't in the public domain and these are ones that feature sherlock holmes having an emotion (laughs) (laughs) these are like later sherlock holmes stories but how the copyright works is that the only version of sherlock holmes that has a copyright you know, aside from, like, the current BBC, you know what I mean. But anyway, mm-hmm. the only version of Sherlock Holmes that has a copyright is Sherlock Holmes that has shows human emotions. So a recent um, property that ran into this 
issues with this copyright was Enola Holmes, which was a movie on oh yeah um, on a Netflix Netflix yeah, and Henry Cavill, dear old beefy Superman, played Sherlock Holmes in that. And he emoted, and, and how he, dare he? How dare he? And so the Sherlock Holmes is like the um, Conan Doyle estate was just like, um, excuse me, we own rights to emotion. That's that's <laughs> like an absolutely, but the the copyright system is just abs- just makes no fucking like how what is that? What do you what does it even mean? Like I would get it's that because so they sent them they sent them like a cease and desist like to take it off Netflix. And I'm sure Netflix just paid them because it's so up. Like I'm sure Netflix is like shut up, we're Netflix. But yeah. Like what is like you get that letter and you're like the producer or you're like the CEO of Netflix or whatever and you're like what is that what do you what does that even fucking mean? Yeah, you're like oh, well you think someone would have brought this up while we were in production, but okay. <laughs> we <laughs> we not. own Sherlock Holmes when he cries. What do you what? <laughs> how do you copy? What does that mean? <laughs> it's so wild. So so in this Ace Attorney game, Sh- the Sherlock Holmes character is known as Herlock Holmes. <laughs> And the history behind that. <laughs> you know, they're just like, I got it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, so the history behind that name was that the um, author behind the Arsene Lupin novels wrote mm-hmm. one that was like Lupin versus Sherlock Holmes. But Arthur Conan Doyle was just like, you can't write about my yeah, character. Super not He allowed. is mine. He, that, well, that was like, they're like both alive. Like, he's like, yeah. come on, bro. <laughs> he's, you know, that would be like if, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> fan fiction exists i was gonna say like if i just wrote a story about like luke skywalker but <laughs> if you wrote a story about luke skywalker and like sold it like yeah and sold it it's, um, and it's not even that because they were both famous that'd be like if sony was like yeah we're making a star wars movie Disney would be like what are you fucking talk what are you talking about <laughs> yeah it's just that blatant so like conan doyle was just like you can't write about my character he's my baby boy and so like the writer of lupin was like all right his name is fucking herlock sholmes now okay are you happy i'm a petty son of a bitch well he was french right so that's of course of course like this englishman calls this french guy he's like oh all right mate so we we got a we're in a bit of a sticky wicket You, you you can't be uh Tea and crumpets, mister. Yeah, tea and and crumpets and all that. And he was like, oh, wee wee. His name is Herlock Holmes. And he's like, what? And he hangs up the phone. (laughs) He hangs up the phone and starts cackling. (laughs) It's how how my fan fiction goes. He hangs up the phone, cackles, and drinks, like, chugs a bottle of red wine. (laughs) So I'm absolutely fucking stoked. I'm going to try to replay some of the Ace Attorney games, Mm -hmm. um, which I learned last night were originally Game Boy Advance games. I remembered that. I knew that about them, which is why I never played them. Because I was like thinking about getting it for the Switch because they have the trilogy on the Switch. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, well, what do you do without the touch touch screen? And (laughs) the internet's like, what do you mean? We did a lot before the touch screen. Yeah, it's like this game existed before the touch screen. (laughs) What? I'm just an American. And his name is Phoenix Wright. And he doesn't live in Japan. (laughs) Oh, what is this? Does he have a different? So I don't, I've never played these games. What's his, what is it in Japan? Oh, let me look up what, let's see. Of course he has a different name, Austin. Fucking Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Googling it. I always wonder how they decide that. Like, because they're not, they're usually not close. Like, Satoshi is not Ash. That's not even. No, they just, they're just like, um, they look at his face and they're like, well, that's a, 
And Phoenix isn't a common name either. <laughs> they just look at him and yeah. like, that's a Phoenix, man. Maybe it's like, it sounds like a main character, you know? It does. I mean, it's a great name. And like, right is kind of like, you know, he's like, right or wrong? Like the yeah. justice. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. All right. I'm looking. God, he's got just like the most wildest eyebrows. I I love all the memes that spawned. I love when people <laughs> people like animate like Twitter discourse into Phoenix Wright games. Yes. <laughs> That's my so favorite thing. Fucking Bean Dad. <laughs> it's I really I really love it. <laughs> it's a it's a gift that just keeps on giving. Well, let's see. I'm still I'm gonna find out list of characters there we go i'm almost there yeah no worries the segment's almost over um oh his name is ryoichi naruhodo (laughs) oh yeah super that's that yeah they they ship that over and the english localization team is like no (laughs) 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 i'm gonna tell you right now bro we need a short name that sounds cool that rolls off the tongue no one's gonna buy this fucking game That's like yeah. a that's like a strong name. Like that's got a there's got to be some like kanji radicals in there that like are saying something. I'm squinting at it. <laughs> Enhance. I mean, yeah, that's pretty neat. I'm glad yeah. that because is this like the le- so is this like the only games we were missing? Will now like the whole franchise be here, or there's still some that haven't been localized? I'm not sure. I think that's and there's two games in this collection, so mm. um. It's not just one. There were two that we didn't get in this particular series. I think that might, there's like, might be some spinoffs maybe we didn't mm-hmm. get. Because uh, it's a, never, yeah, go ahead. I, was just, I feel like it has like a big fan base. I remember in college, some came out and like a lot of other people were playing them. And I just like, I had never heard about them before then. Uh, yeah. But I feel like coming, it has a yeah, big fan base. It was kind of coming out like around that time when like everyone was also playing like Professor Layton. So like people were kind oh, of yeah. like um venturing out into like more like puzzle puzzle games puzzle games were really big mm-hmm. especially on the ds because like nintendo really pushed the ds is like this is the thing that will get your brain working like, yeah they did the that ds late specifically <laughs> yeah uh so a lot, puzzle games were just really popular but i feel like lately especially like mostly in america i feel like it just hasn't been there there hasn't been like a lot of attention to it although i definitely think that um Phoenix Wright should be in Smash. Please like if you agree. <laughs> I mean, I could see... I I just know the objection thing, so that's his final Smash, for sure. Oh, definitely. Def- is, see, it writes itself. Is he's like, objection! And if it hits you, you know, you end up in a courtroom. And then he starts, like... They do the, like, courtroom dialogue thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, um, in, like, well... Mortal Kombat. <laughs> when you do your special move and it like has the cutscene, does yeah. Mortal Kombat do that? It does. Justice do does that. I just it assumed. It's the, yeah. <laughs> it, it also has that like uh, what's it? It's called something. It's called like bl- bloody. It's like a. It's like a spe- like so Mortal Kombat uh, like Injustice and other more recent fighting games like they look really cool and they can be really fun, but the barrier to entry for fighting games is impossible mm-hmm. um because there are people who play fighting games who will you won't do anything and they've just did a 60 move combo and that's it yeah like when you watch fighting game tournaments it's like 
oh, he punched first, so he won. Like, that's, that, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, but, like, some newer ones have, like, these, like, special moves where you have, like, this, like, big breakaway cutscene that takes, like, a minute Yeah, to you feel, you feel really cool, uh, and you, you tap, like, it's usually, like, uh, the trigger is, like, you have to be losing, essentially, like, you're really hurt, mm-hmm. and then you can, like, do this, cool, like, you hit a button or, like, two buttons, like, hit A and Y, or, like, hit X or something, and it's, like, super cool combo, and it's kind of, like, a catch-up mechanic in the fight, and make you feel like you can do cool stuff in this game. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's what Smash is missing, and that's what Ace Attorney can bring to the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, we have confirmation that Knuckles is in Sonic 2. So Sonic 2 Tails and Knuckles and Knuckles confirmed. <laughs> it's like, you thought that we were just getting Tails? No. No, we absolutely have- not. Abs- Knuckles is here. He's here, everyone. Please um, stop worrying. <laughs> We, this was confirmed from set photos that were taken of, we also now know when they film, they have these, like, it, it seems like to scale for how big they are in the movie, like, standees, like, uh, almost like, um, like big toys of maquettes. the- Yes. They're called maquettes. Thank you, Brenda. Um, <laughs> Brenda with the save again. Uh, <laughs> of the character. So there's a, the someone got a shot and it's like- Sonic, and then there's Knuckles next to him, and then there's Tails on the other side, and Tails is staring at the camera just by happenstance, and it looks like Tails is, you know, when, like, take the pictures, you know, and there's always the one actor who, like, catches the paparazzi. Yeah. Um, It looks like that's, this time it's Tails, and Tails is like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Don't you dare take a fucking picture of us. I didn't give you my fucking permission. <laughs> Which is weird, right? The more I think about paparazzi sometimes is like, like, a lot of states have laws against, like, photos of people that didn't consent. Does California not? Is it just California that doesn't? I don't know. Maybe they were, like, because, um, I don't know where they're filming. I have no idea I where they're filming in there. I just, I just, like, my head thinks of California for paparazzi, but I know now studios and famous people are kind of spread out along California and, like, through the South. Yeah. Um, so, I know, like... I think maybe they're doing some filming in San Francisco. I have mm-hmm. no clue where they are right now. No idea. Um, the studio is located in San Francisco, I think. Mm. That zone. But so now we know Knuckles will be there. Um, so we're one one step closer to Shadow and one step closer to Bat Titties. So I'm thinking not to derail from Bat Titties because you That's know. That's okay. You know I love bat titties. We but we had an extensive conversation, me and Brenda, so I've gotten already, all that out of my system. <laughs> we, I was yeah, we, I was feverish after getting the vaccine. <laughs> and Austin's just texting me, just like, do you think the titties are fur? <laughs> <laughs> and we deduce they must be skin, because bats do have skin also. Yeah, bats do have skin tummies. <laughs> bats confirmed for skin. <laughs> anyway, not on bat titties. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that we get Metal Sonic because I know Ooh. you love Shadow, but I think getting both Tails and Knuckles and Shadow in one movie is a lot. So I'm yeah, we'll thinking probably get Metal Sonic. Yeah, I'm thinking, and I lo- I love Metal Sonic. I think I look at this boy and I just look at his little gangly design, and I'm like, this is peak robot design. I love so, this boy. So here's the thing, though. Yes. So we could get Metal Sonic, but do they make it look like Sonic and it's just a robot or do they just make, or is it like, 
Metal Sonic, you know? He has to be Metal Sonic. It has to look. Um, do you hear me, Sonic <laughs> producer? He has to look like Metal Sonic. I'm pointing to a picture of like a drawing of Metal Sonic from Sonic CD. Do you see this boy? It has to look just like that. Or I'll be the only person outside your studio door rioting. <laughs> Well, you heard Brenda. Brenda will rage a war unlike the world has ever seen. For eons and eons, people will ask for forgiveness, and Brenda will say, bring me Metal Sonic. And they'll bring her offerings of chocolates and goods and toys and movies, but none of them will be Metal Sonic, so she will be unappeased, and the world will suffer. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's a good design. Like, why would you change it? But also, why would you change Sonic design? design in the first place and then have to redo it <laughs> well here we are those, those are the real questions uh, i was watching detective pikachu last night and i just mm-hmm. want to say that's like peak video game movie design pikachu looks so soft and i just want to bury my hands in his soft soft fur i seem to watch that movie i was um simultaneously watching it while also watching another movie that we're gonna talk about super super cash just brenda watching two movies and probably working on a rug <laughs> ADHD, baby. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies. <laughs> Sorry, I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I hope when Brenda truncates the silence, that isn't gone. That that <laughs> awful pause she just put me in of like, oh, am I gonna? I thought you were gonna, because it's like you go and then I go and then you go, but. Actually, like I did it on purpose after I realized neither of us was going, and then I, I just couldn't remember if I was if I was supposed to go and also what the news was. Um, yeah, new Marvel movie announcement happened like pretty much at, right after we recorded last week. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna get nervous about saying it right, even though I know that I say it right. Uh, Shang Chi, is that you, right? You got it. Aha. <laughs> um, the uh, what is it? Ten Rings. Yeah, in the Ten Legend Rings. of the Ten Rings. Um. Is going to be coming out, and the trailer looks fucking amazing. It looks incredible. I was so excited. It was really cool because they released. So, uh, oh, I just forgot the actor's name. His last name is Lou. Um. Oh, it's a uh, something with an S. It's Simu. Simu. Uh, it was on his on his birthday. He was like, "Who says you can't get someone else gifts?" And he posted like the character posters, like the Marvel told me could post the character posters on his birthday, and then Marvel mm-hmm. was like. Yeah, but here's your gift. And they posted the trailer and it seemed really sweet. It could have been Aww. planned, you know, like he could have known, but it, it, at least they handled it outwardly as like he didn't know and it was very, it seemed very sweet. Yeah. But Aww. it looks really cool. It doesn't it look does. like any other Marvel thing. Um, I, f- I found someone's like phone handy cam footage of the of the comic-con panel where they released like the trailer initially so that would have been like Mm -hmm. two years ago at this point um and they showed like all of the easter eggs of the 10 rings they've had throughout marvel and there are a lot oh really i'm excited there is one in iron man the first one no and then there was the fake one in iron man 3 yeah that marvel Pretty pretty much right after the movie came out, said he's not the real one. Yeah. Uh, there was like a short that they released only at Comic Cons, apparently, where like the real Mandarin catches the fake one. Oh. Which is not something I ever knew, and not something I think I can find anywhere. I think I heard about that, 
at some point. There's just so much. <laughs> yeah, there's one in Ant Man. <laughs> okay. There are like there are like people with the Ten Rings tattooed on them or something. Oh, I'm and then like Ant Man, oh, and then no. like in the background at some point, there's like the logo for the Ten Rings on a computer. Hmm. Uh so it seems that I I was like, oh yeah, and I like I got the Iron Man stuff is like, well, it's also sometimes an Iron Man villain. Uh, yeah. But for it to be an Ant Man, I'm like, okay, so maybe they've been thinking about it. All right, <laughs> I'll give them bit, that yeah. one. Uh, but it seems really cool. It seems like it'll be pretty fun. I I enjoy the like. He seems like he's gonna be the like the reluctant chosen one trope, and I always love those of like, no, really, I'm just a dude, and then they like punch six dudes without thinking about it. Like, okay, so maybe <laughs> I'm not just a dude. <laughs> I'm a I'm just a dude who can maybe punch six dudes. <laughs> Because there's a scene in the trailer where he's, like, on a bus and, like, eight dudes attack him and he, like, springs into action. And then he's just kind of, like, standing. Like, before that, there's scenes where he's, like, out dancing. uh, Like, just, like, being a guy. And it's, I I really love those stories where I'm just, like, I'm just a person, you know. uh, Just like everyone else, I wake up, I do 800 backflips. I get my cereal <laughs> and milk. <laughs> I punch... A wood beam. Yeah. <laughs> Just like everyone else. Just like everyone. So I'm stoked. Can't wait. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's really it's really cool. Um it feels very unlike anything else Marvel's made, and the team on it's excited, which is always good. Nice. And the team's not like just white good. people. Yeah, which is also good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, Warner Brothers scrambled immediately after that to be like, Flash is coming out, everyone. Please don't forget. It was the most awkward, like, hey, look at me I've ever seen. Like, blatantly. That was like, that was like your big brother comes home with like, here's my report card. And then like, the little sibling rushes and like, well, look at this macaroni art i made i'm also here because <laughs> it wasn't even like it, listen it wasn't a trailer they made like no. they had some intern slap together an animated poster and they were like the flash has started and that we, was we've been thinking about it <laughs> it wasn't they didn't announce new cast members they didn't release like the movie synopsis um there wasn't like a special featurette like interviewing the director about you know, like there wasn't anything like that. It was just like the Flash is happening for sure. <laughs> Ray Fisher will not be there, which is all to just reminded people of. Because like immediately after that, the end, it's like, yeah, what about Ray? F-? Like it was just was like right back to Ray Fisher. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, Warner Brothers, like you can't just dance around this. Like he was, they uh misplayed that one because like, yeah, no one talk about the Flash, and instead, I think all day trending was like, I stand with Ray Fisher. Like, oh, oop, ah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. And then they were like, well, Michael Keaton's in this. Yeah. And everyone was just like, okay. <laughs> Michael Keaton was already in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton's Michael Keaton's Batman's gonna show up and I'm like, okay, so you're doing Flashpoint. Could you just like could you just tell us it's like fl- tell us anything? <laughs> you're gonna just like roll right out of the gate with fucking Flashpoint? Like yeah. the first Flash movie, you're gonna just take like the biggest flash story and be like, well, this is what we're doing. It's yeah, like, what are, you, what are you gonna fucking do after you do Flashpoint the movie? What's next? Are you gonna reboot your entire stupid yes. 
Absolutely. Cinematic universe. Absolutely. That is what they're they're going to do because they've announced multiple times that they were going to be doing like multiple stories with the same character at the same time. So they're going to Flashpoint and then have like a bunch of like a bunch of multiple stories and Flash is going to like show up in each one or something, you know, or like they'll allude to the Flash. And then at the end, they're going to do like Crisis or whatever to try and do another team up thing and then reboot their whole cinematic universe. And at the end, by end, I mean, like, two years from now. <laughs> They'll be like, Jeez. yeah, remember Flash and the Robert Pattinson Batman and Michael Keaton's Batman was there and Wonder Woman? Now they're all teaming up. All those characters you've learned to love and care about over the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember God. Superman? There he is. He's, like, standing on a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, I... I don't know what to tell you, DC. Please stop making movies. Please stop making stop. CW shows. Just, Just give us Young Justice season four and shut up. Well, so I, I'm not current on Young Justice, but I do know season two kind of took a nosedive. Oh, well, I'm enjoying season one so far. Season one is great, isn't it? <laughs> I'm told season three is enjoyable, so... Oh, so maybe I just need to get through season two. I was just... Just suffer. Very... <laughs> I was just very pissed at one character. I'm just like, how dare you do this to other character? How fucking dare you? Well. How, how fucking dare you? You were us, one of my favorites. Just give us Harley Quinn season four. There we go. Um, give us a new static shock. With, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give us Birds uh, of Prey too. Yes. Bop HQ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's so yeah. many things you could give us that we want. <laughs> Stop. That you're just not going to give us. You're like Aquaman 2 and it's just like, no. Please stop. Stop production on Flash right now. I don't want to watch Ezra Miller Flash. I really don't. I don't like Ezra Miller. He was so insufferable and I get it. They're like, people liked Quicksilver. Um, But that that trope also was like at the point you released Justice League like 10 years ago. Barry (laughs) Allen is not Quicksilver. Please. Barry like, I mean, I guess you could, like, Wally is kind of, like, yeah, that joke. Like, if you like, wanted that, just do Wally right instead. There. Just do Wally. Don't call him Barry. Just just use Wally. If you want to have the young, jokey quickster, just have Wally. Just have Wally. You have Wally. You have, He's if you right want there. something edgier, you've got fucking Bart. They're all like, right also there. jokestery, <laughs> but has a sad backstory. Like, you, you've got so many speedsters, and you're just like, well, let's just take Barry Allen and, like, Fuck them up. It's like... There are so... I cannot express to people how many fucking people go fast in the DC universe that it feels underwhelming. Everyone in the DC universe can run. It's it's just very speedy. You could use anyone. And it's like, also, they give all their superheroes, like, if besides Batman, that's like, also super speed. And I'm like, okay, wait. Wait, wait, wait. It's like... So you made a dude whose whole thing is super speed, and you're like, but also Superman can go almost as fast. Okay, wait. Who's faster? Don't <laughs> yeah. you want to know? Yeah, wait, wait, no. wait. You made a guy whose whole thing is fast, so you made another guy whose thing is fast and also can, like, carry planets. <laughs> 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 why, do, why do we ever call Flash? It's like, well, okay, so Flash... Sorry, we're going to talk about the movies in a second. If Flash is, like, connected to the speed force, and that's what gives him his speed, mm-hmm. um, and Superman's just fast? Just fast. What, what is the point of the speed force? Yeah. What? Anyhow, it, it just what felt the- like they were like, we need like a fucking, you know, we need like a, 
that Marvel's got all that mystical shit that uh that guy keep Jack Kirby keeps building. They got all this cool random shit. We need some. We need some of that. We need like a like a mystical for like like a, a mystical thing that like what a a force that is fast. Yeah, like a what fast is, force. Frankly, when you get into it, it doesn't make any fucking sense because it's like their no. only mystical thing is like the speed force. Everyone just accepts it. They're just like, yeah, the speed force. The speed like, force. Batman's just like the speed force. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like the you know the there's uh, the physics of the universe are gravity, time, and the speed force. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. You can't just you can't just look me dead in the eyes and tell me like, yeah, the speed force. Sometimes the Flash can go so fast he can rewrite time. Like, shut up. Shut you just up. accept that? That doesn't just... even make that doesn't make sense in your fake science. Just shut up. <laughs> just. Like, okay, so Superman rewound time that one time in the movie by turning the Earth backwards. That doesn't make sense, but I would buy that more than Speed Force. Yeah, honestly. Ooh-wee. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I guess we all have, like, some very strong opinions about The Flash. And you know what else I have some very strong opinions about? Cinderella 3. Yes, that's exactly where <laughs> I was going. <laughs> Drift compatible. Austin, this is your first time witnessing Cinderella 3, yeah. A Twist in Time. It is. How was it? How did it go? I, it wasn't bad, like everyone said. Uh, the weirdest thing is, so the character models from Cinderella are clearly old. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they, are, they are clearly dated, and it's clearly from like more hand-drawn animation than cell shading animation <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so seeing them animated in whatever year that was like updated was uns it was, it was yeah unsettling especially for cinderella and the prince because they're so soft they're so soft. like they don't have features their skin their face is just like very soft um also the voice direction for cinderella like felt very weird because like you can't hear her fucking talk because there's not a lot of talking in the first cinderella <laughs> like so she doesn't talk a lot yeah okay so cinderella 3 this is ghost of the movies by the way everyone hi welcome <laughs> hi hello <laughs> um cinderella 3 a twist in time is a sequel to the original cinderella film by disney which i think came out in the 50s but i don't care enough to yeah check. it's like 1954 <laughs> yeah um and it is a direct-to-video sequel, and this came out in, oh, God, early 2000s, early 2010s-ish. Mm -hmm. It's one of the later Disney sequels, and it's actually the last Disney sequel that was animated by the studio in Australia, so Disney oh. Toon Studios. Um, it's the final film that they worked on. So it, it is one of the last, like, Disney direct-to-video sequels, too, um, because of that. Um, hmm. The premise of this movie is everything's going just very great cinderella and the prince are happy and married and they're celebrating their anniversary and everything is hunky-dory and chill yeah it's <laughs> been like a year it's been one year and they're still like everything's perfect it's so perfect we're all perfect 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 that's literally a song that is the, that's the opening number <laughs> it's a perfectly perfect day <laughs> it's like um so they're celebrating their anniversary and then one of Cinderella's stepsisters gets the fairy godmother's yeah, she, magic wand. So that, that part was like, what? Like, the opening of the film <laughs> is like, everything is super per Also, it came out in 2007. Everything is super oh, thank you. perfect. All the time, forever. And then one of the stepsisters, like, sneaks into the palace. And the fairy... No, she they're having this party in the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're just, like, in the woods, like, some fucking Wiccans or something. Um... <laughs> 
and the fairy god their their patron deity the fairy godmother um <laughs> drops her magic wand like it doesn't notice doesn't notice like no i was like because like the, the next scene is like she did it with magic and i was like oh so now there's this going to be this whole heist there's not a heist she just has like the magical woman dropped her wand it didn't immediately notice hey i dropped my magical wand <laughs> so the stepsister picks it up anastasia who's like kind of like the main stepsister in the story mm-hmm. she picks it up she's got it and then like she's about to be, like go to like the stepmother and be like look what i got look i got a stick mm-hmm. and then like the stepmother's just like what the fuck anastasia mm-hmm. and then eventually the fairy godmother weeds her way through the bushes and pops out and then it's just like oh hey Give that back I to me. My, You're su- I need my wand. <laughs> which is like, which is wild because she knows they're evil. She knows those three people. Yes. She knows they are like evil, bad people. And she's like, oh, give it back. You silly goose. Ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, fight. Call for help. Fight her. You know she's evil. What is. <laughs> Be like, Prince. But she doesn't call for any help. She just like, just kind of stands there and she's just like, please give it back. And then like, they fight she a little bit. <laughs> she they turns have a, into a fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. So the very godmother gets turned into a rock statue of herself and so now the evil stepmother has the wand and she's just like you know what i'm gonna reverse time and i'm gonna make it so cinderella and the prince never get married so it reminds time back to when um like when the prince is going around trying to figure out who fits in the slipper and anastasia can fit the slipper on and so now anastasia and the prince are gonna get married and cinderella is like something feels wrong (laughs) and then hijinks and it's so what i like about it it's like a heist action adventure movie Right, because <laughs> you the would not expect it because the step the stepmother and the steps. So it's interesting because like the stepmother's character name is stepmother <laughs> because Anastasia yes. gets a name. It's really Lady Tremaine, but they never say it. Yeah, ever. Uh, <laughs> well, and the captions capitalize it like a character name, right? I just know that it's Lady Tremaine because I'm a big fucking nerd. There you go. Uh, and so like the whole time it's like. Because eventually Cinderella finds out that it's magic. And so she's trying to get the wand, and the family's trying to, like, heist the t- title of princess, I guess, is what they're trying to... It's not clear what their motives are, frankly. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, Anastasia wants to find love. The other stepsister sucks. She just sucks. And the mom wants power, I guess? But... They're already nobles, so it's yeah, I think it it's seems like, like kind a of... failed like there's other princes theoretically. <laughs> yeah, it's like implied that like she married Cinderella's dad for like his estate mm-hmm. and then he died, so she got that and she's like, Well, I'm not satisfied. I must be royalty. Yeah. I think that's what's implied as the motive. Yeah, so she Also she's just evil, she's, I guess. Yeah, like they even make, like, when she uses the wand, it's, like, the green sparkles, which kind of allude to, like, that's, like, Disney's evil magic color from, like, other yeah. fairy tale stories. It's very Maleficent-esque. Um, there's, like, no cool time, cool down time on that wand. There's no time no. to attune to it. You just, like, you just, like, know the activation when it works, which is, like, on the fairy godmother's part, sloppy magic, to say Yeah, the it's, least. like, you need to put some safeguards on that shit, honey, like... <laughs> it doesn't like alert you you can't like teleport it back to your hand like you're only also you're only magic with your wand do you instantly die how old are you <laughs> yeah it's like what what is the lore here what is the <laughs> complex 
confusing lore of the fairy godmother. Uh, they made the oh the prince is does the prince have a name? Is he just prince? Oh my god, I don't think he has a name. That was the other one I noticed. I was like, I think his name's just Prince, because I wanted to call him Prince Eric, but that's Little Mermaid. That's Little Mermaid. That's a different prince. That looks the exact same. (laughs) I'm sorry. His name is just Prince Charming. Yeah, that's what I thought. There is no given name. Because in 1954, he didn't need a fucking name. (laughs) He didn't need a name. He does not have... This is what you run into. This is what you run into, Disney, when you make, like, updated sequels. They're like, well, what's his name? Prince. No, what's his... What do people call him? Even his, his dad says son or the where's the prince? Sport. No, no, wait, but like his friends, what are they? They all, he doesn't have any, fr- they, he's prince. He's the prince. <laughs> we didn't have to think too, too much on this story here. He's just, uh, he's just a generic cute boy. I'm like looking at pictures of him. God, he's got just like, just like these. <laughs> it's this the, guy because it's so because like his dad is designed up because i don't think we saw his dad before we did yeah he was in the first one oh, okay uh i've seen the first in our luck once but his dad like doesn't look weird like in like the stepmother also doesn't look weird but all of the young people like are soft and it's unsettling cinderella's eyes like don't no. look like they belong in her face her, it is just so skin uh, looks like it's gonna like <laughs> fall off because they made they try to make her very like look like oh like soft yeah. elven fairy queen and it doesn't work she has like more like kind of like action yeah she's like a movie. badass in this movie yeah oh she's really badass but like her face like doesn't emote no. enough to like make it just travel so i'm like here's where i'm confused i'm looking at images from cinderella 2 mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. so we're talking about cinderella 3 i'm looking at images from cinderella 2 mm-hmm. and cinderella doesn't look like as creepy in mm. 2 and neither does the prince i'm like what happened here like she looks fine is it the prince same looks- it can't be the same teams i'm guessing there was a long group, like a long chunk of time in between these two. Mm. So I'm guessing, let me see who, um, who did the animation on Cinderella 2. Cinderella 2. They also made the Prince of Himbo, and I really appreciated that. I love this prince so much. He's just a total, just like, himbo. It's so funny. <laughs> he's just like, he's just existing. There's multiple bits <laughs> where he walks into a room and they're like, there's your bride. And he's like, am I in the right room? I must be in the right room. Uh, <laughs> I was told to come to this room and I'm here. Like, he's just, the mice do like a big musical number and he's just kind of sitting at the table, like with this blank stare on his face, like, like smiling, not, like, clearly not wow. processing anything. <laughs> he's just like checked out. He's like, wow, this is incredible. Then he leaves <laughs> and he's like, the talking mice told me. And they're like, whoa, 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 what? And he's like, the talking mice and the birds. And you're like, okay, hey. Because, like, a not himbo would be like, somebody told me not... So I was talking to some mice in the closet there. Whoa, 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 dude. You're going to have to slow down. His dad is, like, very concerned. He's just like, son? His dad tells him... No wedding? Yeah, he's, like, trying to leave. And his dad's like, you won't go down these stairs. And the prince looks at an open window and he's like, okay, and jumps out of the window? (laughs) And they don't really resolve how he survives that. Because he doesn't, like, jump legs first. He jumps head first. You just see him, like, fall out this window. The animation just... for it is 
is like the most unsettling because he moves too fast for how his skin's drawn. <laughs> and he tries to do like the eyebrow race thing, but again, it doesn't work. His <laughs> eyes don't move. Let's see. I think so. I think um, two was animated by Disney's uh, television division. Mm. And then three, let me go to the page for three. Three. <laughs> Just like that. That's exactly how they said it in the studio every day. Yeah, and then three was done by Disney Toon Studios in Australia. Mm. So, yeah, two different studios. Don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, like, sometimes where the animation's, like, okay. There's, like, a scene where, like, the original Cinderella had these, like, wild backgrounds like mm-hmm. with, like big scale mm-hmm. so they've kept that in this one so you're like in the palace and there's just this massive staircase and there's a seat the scene where the prince is trying to get down the stairs and the dad's just like i'm not gonna let you go down these stairs mm-hmm. and the prince is like still trying to get down the stairs and then the the dad goes down the railing of the oh, stairs yeah. just like boom and it's like well that's animated weirdly well <laughs> like the scene there's like a fight scene where cinderella like rips her wedding dress and is like i guess i'm a warrior queen now um yeah and that looked really cool uh and they have my favorite line is that one because like so it's like hijinks ensue and now the prince knows and she's about to get married and then more hijinks ensue and she gets in this big wild fight chase scene and she gets free and her mouse companions are like now what cinderella because they call her cinderella um and she's like well not gonna be wait for my own wedding and i'm like yeah that's that good shit that's the shit i'm here (laughs) like she like oh she like just almost died and she's like well anyway like gets on the horse and's like to my wedding day (laughs) time to get married um some of the more absurd things of like fairy tales come out because the prince goes on a long chase to find her again after the mice tell him what's going on and he mm-hmm. proposes to her. He's like, will you marry me, Cinderella? Because, again, he doesn't remember who she is. <laughs> yeah. She, he's just like, well, it just seems as though we're supposed to get married. Yeah. He's like, well, the mice call you Cinderella. And, she's like, and she's like, oh, it's actually Cinderella. He's like, okay. And I'm like, no, wait, guys, isn't that fucking crazy? Wait, he didn't know your name. Wait. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. You You can't get married like this. Like, you <laughs> at least need to, like, fix things before you actually get married. <laughs> They also so also it rechanges the lore and timeline of Cinderella Forever because they stay in this timeline. They decide not to go back. They're just like like the at the end of the fairy godmother's just like, Would you like to would you like me to fix everything? Would you like to go and back to like, your other lives? Busy. And they're like, What? And she's like, You well, you see, there is another timeline where you were together for a year and then they like they're like making out and she's like, Okay, and I'm like, <laughs> that's fucking wild. <laughs> they're like um, no, we just want to make out, so we'll just we'll just stay here, I guess. Divergent <laughs> timeline. Like, yeah, the Cinderella, <laughs> the Cinderella uh, multiverse. The cinematic universe is wild, guys. Cinder cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> the sin of the oh, there's something there because of the. Scene. There's something. There's, We're very close. Right there. To the Cinderella? No. Cin- Cinder cinematic is the best I've got. That's pretty good. I think that's the best it's going to get. <laughs> I was like, we got done and I was like, okay, so when they make Cinderella 4, they're never going to make Cinderella 4. When they make Cinderella 4, which timeline will we be in? <laughs> yeah, is it, are they just going to like pretend this one didn't happen and they're going to go back to the original timeline? Because already they're pretending that Cinderella 2 didn't happen because 
Cinderella 2 is a, like a series of several short stories that take place within the Cinderella universe. And one of these short stories is Anastasia falls in love with a baker. They kind but of, but they allude to that in Cinderella they 3. They do allude to that. At the end of it, She there's the baker. And yeah. I'm like, is this before that? It must be. In the timeline? Because in the ti- it must be. Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. Because in 3, she doesn't have anyone. Yeah. Maybe they break right? up. I need the short and where they, they break. Get- they must clearly break up. There's, we gotta, we, uh, hey, I need Disney. I need that short where it doesn't work out with the baker because Anastasia's mom is a bastard and runs him out of and the house. And breaks them up. Yeah. And then Anastasia realizes, like, I need to leave here and um, goes to the baker and they get together and they're happy. Yeah. Because the um, other wild thing is, like, the people who know the timeline of change. The stepmother, mm-hmm. Anastasia, the other stepsister, and the godmother. No one else understands that time is different. <laughs> they have the burden They're... of knowing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like Anastasia re- remembers this entire other timeline and has, like, no option to, like... I, I don't know why she would want to go back to it. I feel like things are better in this timeline yeah. for her anyway. But, you know, it's just, like, wild to remember this whole other reality. And you're just here now. You're yeah. just stuck here now. The stepmother and the other sister get sent to, like, a labor camp? That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, dear. It's not clear, but they clearly are uh, indentured servants, to say the nice word somewhere in, like, yeah, a dungeon. Yeah, it was like, and they're like, that's what they get. And it's like, ooh. Ooh, uh, I mean, <laughs> you could have just banished them like they're going to banish ban- Cinderella. Put them on the, put them on the bow. Yeah. Like, There's, like, a whole... Also, England. the prince's horse is smarter than him. And multiple yes. times is very concerned, like, hey, bro. <laughs> he all but looks back and is like, hey, bro, I don't know about this one. No, we're going to jump this cliff. Hey, bro, I'm just a fucking horse. Uh- <laughs> and then the horse stops before he goes off the side of the cliff and the prince just launches <laughs> off the horse. Like, all right, boy, let's go. And the horse is clearly like, absolutely not. And he's like, all right, let's go. And the horse <laughs> no. is like, I cannot stress enough. I am not jumping out of this fucking window, dude. <laughs> the prince jumps out of like four windows. <laughs> And I was just like, listen, I don't know about you, man. I'm just a horse. I will not be jumping out of any windows. Yeah. He, like, pushes him through, like, there's, like, a scene where they're trying to close the royal, the gates, so he can't leave. And he's, like, rushing the horse, and he's like, we'll be fine. The horse is like, dude, I will die. (laughs) My head is gonna go first. Yeah. It's like, you'll be okay. I'll die. Like, You're, you're the main character here. I am a horse horse i don't have a name but also you don't have a name so i don't know really what this <laughs> oh god yeah it's uh but it's not it's not bad it is it is more enjoyable than i thought it would be and my bar is already pretty low yeah well when you like posted that you were gonna watch it i was just like god what if austin absolutely despises this movie like what if they watch it and they're like brenda what the hell are, did you make me watch and i'm like i remember it being good but i was watching it and i was like legitimately smiling because it also really has just like some very like chill poignant like emotional mm-hmm. moments like there's a scene where like so the the king is like kind of unsure about anastasia because she's like very clumsy and he's just like i don't know at first he's not sure mm-hmm. and then he like watches um watches Anastasia and the prince dance together and it reminds him of like his wife so he like goes to talk to Anastasia alone and it's just like there's they have this really like emotional conversation in which the um king gives her the seashell that 
him and his wife mm-hmm. found on the beach when on their first date and he like hands it to her and he's like i know you'll you'll do the right thing or something like that and it was mm-hmm. just like and that becomes like an emotional through line through the whole movie and for a disney animated um sequel mm-hmm. direct to dvd sequel mm-hmm. that's like great <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's more emotion than we got in the entirety of cinderella yeah one. <laughs> so i enjoyed that because it was it was pretty endearing uh and there's like some scenes towards the end where anastasia feels is like lock me up too and the king's like you're fine your mom sucks <laughs> like there was a lot at play here but you did the right thing so you're good um yeah we don't see anastasia do we see her no she's cinderella still let's see there's a scene where there's two cinderellas and that's also that's even more unsettling <laughs> yeah because like, like it just it feels like whenever you look at cinderella in a frame like she shouldn't be there yeah, like she's just gonna like phase out of existence. Like she's, they make um. her so soft. She moves really soft. The voice direction on her is like, okay, we're gonna turn your mic down to like one. She's very quiet, but she's doing like very action oriented things and saying like really raw lines sometimes. Yeah. And it's, but it's still quiet. She like impersonates like, a servant to get into the, like she's like heisting this castle. She's like, I am going to <laughs> kidnap my boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to fix it. There's, like, a scene where she's, like, trying to get to the castle, so she just, like, joins this line of, like, people delivering cheese mm-hmm. wheels, and she grabs a cheese wheel, and she goes to, like, give it to, like, the guy who's, like, making sure all the cheese wheels mm-hmm. are there, and she puts it down, or she does she pick it up? She picks it up, and the guy, like, glares at her, and she just, like, kind of smiles at him, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he smiles at her and is, like, good, and so she walks off. And then the guy behind her comes up and then also smiles and gets to take a cheese wheel. And I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> the price of a cheese wheel is one smile. One smile for a cheese wheel. That's like their secret password for getting to touch the cheese wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a direct to Disney sequel. So it's like an hour of your day. Like it's like an it's the runtime is an hour and 18. And I'd reckon like five of its credits so it's like an hour of your day yeah it was it's like it takes nothing like it's like a very low effort movie so when you go get your vaccine <laughs> your second dose of the vaccine and you are down with a fever of 102 the next day and you feel like dying put on Cinderella three a twist in time and i assure you'll feel better for an hour and then you'll continue to feel like you're dying not that i did that on wednesday <laughs> Like, literally, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling good. I think I think I'm good now. And then it ended, and I was just like, oh, oh no, I'm the dead. magic has faded. I'm dead again. <laughs> yeah, so that was Cinderella mm-hmm. 3, A Twist in Time. The other film um, I watched, um, I am ripe and ready for. I'm wearing my Mortal Kombat licensed shirt. Because uh, <laughs> it's time for more, 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 more Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. More, um, more, yeah, round two. Austin, I don't know if you could tell that I was cutting it really close with getting this movie. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda texts me this morning. She's like, "So we're watching Mortal Kombat," and I text so everyone because uh, we were going to do Mortal Kombat. Then they pushed the date back, so Brenda, <laughs> Brenda watched Lizard and Monkey because I already watched it, and we we're going to talk about that. Yeah, and then we had to push. We were recording on a different day because Brenda had a fever of 102. Um, so Brenda's like, "I guess we could do Mortal Kombat." So I, my partner walks in from work because they work third shift. Walks him from work at 8 o'clock, and I'm like, hey, can I watch Mortal Kombat the first time without you? And then we watch it together, like, later this weekend. 
She's like, that could be okay. I then had the exact runtime before work. So, like, I was like, go in the room, and I closed the door, and I started Mortal Kombat. Like, it was open, and so I started it. So I was like, so ready. And Brenda, t- I was like, Brenda, Mortal Kombat's a go. As soon as I started it, and she's like, sounds good. This morning, <laughs> Brenda's like, oh, did you watch Mortal Kombat? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll finish it. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I was the one who was like, okay, let's watch Mortal Kombat. So, on my end, I was like, cool, I'll, I'll watch Mortal Kombat. And then I'm, like, standing there after I sent the message, and I was just like, Brenda, you have to catch up on work. <laughs> and then you have Gundam Party. And, <laughs> which usually, it starts at 7.30 and goes until, like, 11 o'clock. And I was like, well, I'll watch Mortal Kombat after yeah, you Gundam Party. So, I started. So, I I did start, you know, I started watching it because I had coffee last Mm. night at 7.30 because I was sitting there like right before Gundam Mm -hmm. Party. I get this feeling in my legs when I'm about to just just fall asleep Mm -hmm. randomly. Um, This, no, (laughs) this is just a weird Brenda Mm -hmm. thing. My legs start to feel Mm -hmm. weird and then I will crash and fall asleep. Um, Yes, I've been to the doctor for it. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Please Um, don't send Brenda unsolicited medical advice. She will beat you up. I'm taking care of it. But anyway, so I was like, well, I need to have coffee so I don't crash. Mm. So I was like, well, if I drink coffee, I won't be able to go to sleep, but I will be able to watch Mortal Kombat after mm-hmm. Gundam Party. So we ended Gundam Party at like 11. So like, I'm like, cool, go watch at least an hour okay, of Mortal yeah, Kombat. it's an hour and 50, so that's a good so, chunk. Yeah. So I was like, and then I watched the second hour the next day. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching it. I get like 40 minutes in and I just fell asleep. <laughs> playing because it's hbo yeah so i had to go back and be like okay well what sh- what shit was fucking kano doing when i fell asleep um but i made it i watched it. it i liked it it was, a good, it was time. a good time it is a good time i think austin or video game movies just good now they might just be good i think they get it because like some mortal Kombat uh 2021 this film understands it is a movie Based off of a video game franchise that's been running for 30 years with a pretty dedicated fan base. And they're like, we don't yeah. really have to make a movie for everybody. Uh, we can just make a Mortal Kombat movie. And they do. And it's great. Uh, and even me, who doesn't have, I don't know anything about the lore of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Like, except for what Austin has already told me last week in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, you know, was pretty blind going in, but I had a good yeah. time. Like I, it it was story was easy to follow, characters were like pretty easy to follow and pick up on. Like you recognize them because like through like this pop culture, you you already kind of know who some of these people mm-hmm. are. So you're like, okay, cool, I recognize that character. I know that's this character's thing. Like it's accessible enough to where you don't have to be a big fan of Mortal no. Kombat to have a good time watching it. It's just a good it's movie. just a fun movie that again it understands like it is here to be an action flick based off a video game and it kind of just does that i even enjoy um the blood splatter in this movie is very fake and they don't try and make it look real at all (laughs) they They make it look very video game it just looks like yeah it's like they just took like fake blood like the fakest the cheapest fake blood they could find and just put there's even like a scene that's a close-up of it and you can see how translucent it is and it's like (laughs) the most the most fakest blood they've ever found cheapest hollywood shit just put a bunch of blood packs on people and like go crazy yeah which i feel like perfect absolutely perfect um better than sweeney todd where the blood was not only pink but looked like tomato oh my god that blood was so bad 
it was bad. I'm like, what are you doing? Like in a movie where there's so much blood, like this is soup. This they're is trying soup. to be serious. I'm not full that's of the soup. Thing. Like this is like yeah, that's the thing. This is Mortal Kombat. Like it's not serious. They have multiple points of that are just like clear tongue in cheek. We know what we're doing. Like straight out of the video. Like at one point, uh, Kano says Kano wins, which is like a thing the announcer would say. Uh, yeah. One of the characters says flawless victory, which is another thing the announcer like they like clearly like we under like tongue in cheek at like staring at the camera. I think in both those scenes, like haha, get it. <laughs> Yeah, I it, it was very good. Um, Luke Kang, the actor who plays mm-hmm. Luke Kang, um, very yeah. pretty. <laughs> uh, when he just need to say there's that a scene where he takes his shirt off because like he he wears a shirt most of the movie because in the original yeah. Mortal Kombat games, Luke Kang doesn't wear a shirt and then eventually he starts wearing shirts. Uh, <laughs> as in like there's a scene where he takes off his shirt again, looking more like classic, like the video game, and. I did not expect him to be that shredded. He is like, I know. he is like shredded. <laughs> so shredded. It's so good. Um, <laughs> because the act, like the actor is a little bit shorter than everyone else. And so your head's just like smaller. Uh, and he takes a shirt off. I was like, oh, he could bench press everybody. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like perfect casting. Perfect. Uh, uh, it's like- really cool. They added, there's like a added character. Cole Young is like the, audience mm-hmm. character for everybody he doesn't exist in any of the games but the way they loop him in is pretty interesting in my opinion um yeah i liked cole he he's he's okay it's interesting i think everyone's arc is like interesting enough i enjoyed how much uh sonya blades in this film and i enjoyed how they played her uh mm-hmm. as like she want like this whole film she like wants to help but she's made to feel like she can't help um until I think it's um I think Cole's the one who stands up for her. like everyone's like you can't be here and Cole's like hey 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 fuck you <laughs> it's like I wouldn't be here if she hadn't brought me here like she's you know it's kind of like this subversion of like that trope you see this in uh, Ant-Man's a big mm-hmm. example of this where like hope you know is like I could be the the hero but like you won't let me like I'm more qualified and I could do this it's kind of like the subversion of that trope where in the end Sonya is capable and mm-hmm. she does get to be mm-hmm. the hero like um so that was nice to see i did like that she's very yeah intense. they do a cool hand wave <laughs> of so in the game people have like magic power special moves because it's a fight it's a video game it's a fighting game they don't really explain it in mm-hmm. the game like ever you kind of just like accept it because it's a video game and in yeah. this they do a cool like hand wave like thing because in the original films um people don't have magic powers except for like sub-zero scorpion like people from like the other realms uh have mm-hmm. like magic powers and luke kane gets them in the second film he does a thing like that's like mystical but for the otherwise it's like just people fighting and they will do some moves that look like the video game moves and that's kind of it so i enjoyed this one just being like no they have superpowers because it's fucking cool because it's mortal Kombat. we're just gonna do it <laughs> yeah they're like, you need to fight and unlock your, is it, Ar- I think they say, like, Ar- Yeah, it's Ar- your Arcana. Arcana, that's how, yeah. And <laughs> so, like, Kano's, like, they're like, you need to unlock your ability. Like, maybe it'll be, like, fire or yeah, some shit. Kano's, like- <laughs> Kano's ability is just like, I have a fucking laser eye <laughs> activated by my blatant racism. Like, okay. Yeah, because, so in the game, Kano had, like, the scar he gets in the film in the game, Kano mm-hmm. has, like, 
a robotic cybernetic eye. So it's not uh, like magic, he just has a robot eye that shoots lasers and shit. Um so yeah, it's uh it's a fun time. The fights are really great. cool. They again the fights feel like p- they capture the like feeling of people fighting. Mm-hmm. Um even with like some of them having abilities and all this stuff, like it feels like people fighting. Yeah. Uh and it's pretty wicked. I really like the actor who plays like Cole's daughter. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Cole and his wife just kind of like swear a lot, like around their kid. Um, and there's a scene yeah. where she swears and you think they're gonna do like the parent, but they don't. They're just like, Yeah, that's just our family <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> we just cuss. Yeah, we, she just she's like badass sword or something. Like she says something like that. And they're like, Yeah, it is badass. Uh they get into the storyo the storyo. <laughs> Come along, kids, for the storyo train. We're taking a ride back to medieval Japan. Uh, <laughs> but they get into the story of like Scorpion and Sub Zero, which is also something that's really cool in Mortal Kombat. And frankly, when you get into lore, is like pretty in- integral to like some of the key lore elements of what's going on in Mortal Kombat for the first two tournaments that they try. Um, yeah, I saw some people complaining because there's no like tournament, quote unquote, in this, and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, they keep mentioning like there will be a tournament, and oh, that no, happen. the bad guys like are the bad guys are actively trying to prevent it from happening. Yeah, they're like, if we just get rid of like all of the champions on yeah. Earth, um, they they just won't be a tournament, and we'll just win, and we'll we'll take default. over Earth. Um. But when they, there's a, there's like, towards the climax of the movie, uh, there is like a bit of a unsanctioned tournament and they all get teleported to like what are, I'm letting you know, Brenda, shot for shot, just like video game stages. Good. I it love was that. <laughs> incredible. Like shot them. Like that is just a stage in the game. Uh, this is incredible. I've seen the, is like the ice warehouse one of them? Is that one of the stages? Uh... I feel like that's in, like, one of the, like, Immortal Kombat something. Because they, they, for a little bit, did, like, a 3D thing where you could, like, punch people through a wall mm-hmm. and then, like, the, the like, vision would switch. Kind of like uh, in... Injustice. Injustice. And then, well, there's, like, a Pokemon fighting game that just did that. The fighting one. Oh, 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 oh. Pokemon. So, like, Injustice and in, and in Pokemon Tournament. Like, they did that for a little bit. Um, And I think that had a lot of, like, warehouse kind of settings where you could, like punch someone through the cage and now like the the it's 3d now um but that didn't uh fit mortal kombat as well so it's gone back to just like 2d fighting along a a, like screen um but yeah it's a really fun time i think the fights are really cool i i personally love the story of scorpion and sub-zero so i'm glad we got some of it and i'm hoping Mm -hmm. i'm hoping they get a sequel and i'm hoping they get more of it uh also, I was fucking right. All you motherfuckers <laughs> complaining about fucking Johnny Cage. There's a stupid, dumb as shit Johnny Cage, like, wink at the camera. Don't worry. You're fine. I don't know why so many people love Johnny Cage. Yeah, it's like, what's special about I Johnny? Have no, I don't know if it's because, like, he does the Claude Van Damme thing and so people attach to him. I'm like, I have no idea why people are attached to Johnny Cage other than, like, he's the white guy. Like, he's, like... I think the only white guy in the game. Yeah. Oh, no, so. there's Kano. He's the only white good guy. Because <laughs> the other white person is a woman, and you can't have that. Um, I, Melina was metal as fuck in this movie. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Uh they um. they just they did so much cool shit. Uh also I enjoyed the uh casting was done really well as well. Um and I just I guess I enjoyed the overall leaning into what um John Tobias and Ed Boone like first set up and like when they thought of Mortal Kombat of like being heavily inspired by like be- it felt like it's inspired by that genre of like kung fu fighting films and stuff but it isn't mm-hmm. making it like a setting if that makes sense cole is like an mma fighter so he fights very differently than other people in the film uh because then like sonya blade and Jax is in this as well and they fight like they're both like more of uh like Jax fights like a boxer e kind of thing and sonya's mm-hmm. like a like a brawler they do like the black widow thing which is like uh like you could not every yeah. woman has to fight like black widow um but sonya did fight like that before so maybe black widow fights like her uh huh. now that i think about it that's kind of that's like sonya's fighting style in the game too um so black widow comes nice job sonya. black widow you heard, you heard it here first you heard it here you heard it here um yeah cole fights kind of like an mma fighter um i think the manifestation of cole's arcana Arcana Mm -hmm. is really interesting um so spoilers for that aspect of it but he's a um like a fighter who kind of like was like on the top of the world and kind of got washed Mm up um and his arcana manifests as a lot of things (laughs) but primarily it's this like suit of um armor which is very interesting for like you know a fighter who's been like hit too many Mm -hmm. times um, and can't take the hits mm-hmm. anymore and keep mm-hmm. going to have the special ability be like an armor. Yeah, it is. It is kind of cool I that it's an armor. Um, yeah, thematically very and interesting. It seems like it kind of does like a black panther thing because when it gets hit, it like lights up. Yeah, the armor looks like Steppenwolf, which wasn't my favorite. <laughs> yeah, was, the look is clearly meant to be a riff on a different character, mm-hmm. but the look wasn't great. He looks like he's wearing a little chainmail shirt. <laughs> but it doesn't move like chainmail. No, like it, it doesn't. More so... frankly, it looks like, uh, like it looks like it's meant to be skin tight, but that isn't how like real effects can work. So, in yeah. some scenes when the actor's standing, and I'm like, it doesn't look comfortable to like be in that acting. No, like even a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but I commend them for practical effects and not CGI. Uh. They clearly had a very limited CGI budget because some CGI is not good and some is really good. Yeah, they they had to pick and choose like what CGI was going to be um, good. There are some scenes where the ice was just like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> um, they have some uh, some like wire fighting, which is pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a movie that knew what it was going to be and going to do and didn't feel bad executing that or trying to do something else yeah which is stark contrast to the monster hunter movie which came out so me saying um our video game movie's just good now what was a monster hunter did come out (laughs) this last year this year Mm -hmm. i don't remember um and that's a movie that didn't want to be about what it was based on (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i forgot i deleted that movie from my mind i didn't see it but i remember like that's supposed to come out and then the trailer came out and i was like nope yeah it's just monster hunter in name only did you see it brenda i didn't i watched like a couple Mm -hmm. clips just to be like 
um do any cats show up in this <laughs> it's it's really weird when you're like this beloved property that is frankly a powerhouse in this industry that if we just took any game and made it a movie enough people would see it from playing the game alone instead we're going to yeah. try and appease the typical moviegoer why they don't want to see this movie they, there's no reason to see it like i saw mortal Kombat is kind of like a pop culture mm-hmm. like th- like it's like big enough in pop culture where like people mm-hmm. will go see it but like monster hunter is pretty yes. niche like in our circle of friends everyone knows what it is and plays it but like um outside of that in america people don't really know yeah. what it is but then it also wasn't a movie that was really made for the american market it was like one of those movies that was specifically made for the chinese mm-hmm. market and even then they fucked that up because they put, I don't remember what they put in there, but they put something in there that was like offensive. <laughs> so the, well, I mean, the Chinese market wasn't seeing well, it either. Well, the the film are like American military. Yeah. So it was like subsidized by the the military. It's like a military propaganda, American military propaganda movie that they were trying to market to China, which like. Hey, China, hey. look at how good the American military maybe, is. They can fight monsters. Maybe they uh, don't. What? Maybe they don't want to see. <laughs> American soldiers out in a Humvee in the desert, and now they're <laughs> yes. fighting monsters. Like, um, and Mortal, I think Mortal Kombat also handled well. Because uh, Sonya and Jax are meant their military, and in the in the games, and then that fiction, like they are still like military. Uh, mm-hmm. they end up becoming like essentially they lead the forces of Earthworm from all of the other threats from the other realms. Like they just like form like a multiverse like army kind of thing uh mm-hmm. and in this they kind of allude to like they were in the army when they met but they're not anymore uh yeah so it doesn't feel like no they're not like though. yeah i learned in the art like there's they met in the army and then Jax has like one bit about being from the army and that's kind of it yeah uh but Jax is I appreciate it. He's so great. There's this Jax gets Jax has metal arms, which is not spoilers for anyone in Mortal Kombat. Um and he gets his metal arms and he's like fights a guy and like crushes his head and he just looks at his arms and you're waiting for like him to make a video game joke. Like you think he's gonna be like fatality yeah. or something, and he looks at him and he's like, These motherfuckers will work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they give him, like, the dinkiest arms to begin, like, robot mm-hmm. arms to begin with, because, um, yeah, like, they're just, they're, like, the world's yeah, worst really robot weird, arms. Because he's, because, I don't know, was it you, Brenda, that asked me about it? Someone asked me, like, so his arcana is improving robot arms? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, he made his robot arms better? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, that was, that got lost in the weeds a little bit. Uh... <laughs> Well, I think what they were getting to is, like, everyone's getting these arcanas, right? And, like, well, what's Jax's thing? Mm-hmm. In the games, Jax's thing is, like, he has robot arms. That's, like... Yeah, he just... Like, he has robot arms, and that's how he does, like, cool shit. Like, all his cool shit is robot arms. And so I think they're, like, huh. Uh, we can't not give him an arcana. That would look really bad. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he makes his robot arms better because they can't find him good ones maybe yeah that was they were like stretching thin they're like oh god this is falling apart really quick they're like we didn't think this through for that much it's like oh man we gave kino a a mechanical laser eye (laughs) so i guess just give jacks the ability to make his arms beefier beefy (laughs) 
beefy. Uh, his power is beefy robot I mean, one guy's arms. power is hat, so. <laughs> one, guy's, <laughs> one guy's power is I have this hat. I throw, a, I wear a hat that is a blade. <laughs> like. Yeah, so does fucking Mario. What are you. <laughs> what's so special about you? you were busy witchering on hats. I was studying the blade. <laughs> Mario to Bowser. <laughs> While you were stealing Princess Peach, I was studying the blade and throws his fucking hat. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, this movie's great. We don't have stats on it because we're recording this the weekend it came out, so we have no idea how it's going to play in the theaters that are open that people shouldn't be at. Yeah. But they will be. I'm Go see it. I'm going to manifest it. Go see it. Watch it on HBO watch it Max. On HBO Max. Um, you can watch it on HBO Max. Every day for the next like twenty five days for free, yeah, for the price of for the HBO price of Max. HBO Max. Um, if you have HBO Max, just, you wait, have it. You don't need to like pay thirty dollars. Yeah. At what point did our HBO Max our podcast become an HBO Max? <laughs> it really it's so like people might be thinking like, hey, every time you go to the movies, it seems like you do an older movie and a new movie on HBO Max. Yeah, that's because HBO Max gets just lets lets us have the movie. You know, if other providers yeah. like that we paid for would also just give us the new movie, we would talk about them, but they don't. So I guess we just talk about a lot of Warner Brothers movies. Yeah, because they're like more accessible in D- Disney. <laughs> and it's like we'll be able to talk about Luca because Luca is just going to be like kind of chucked yeah. out there. Um but like Raya, $30, $30. like, you know, that's it's like steep. that's like how many hot and redies <laughs> is that? Six hot and I talked about Mugen Train, but that won't be on digital until uh, June twenty second. Funimation. Yeah, like our friends, our friends are going to go see Mugen Train today, and I'm here stuck in quarantine till Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> uh, I just found out there's a pop up tonight for Mugen Train at the drive-in. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know there was one yeah. Thursday, and that was it, and so I didn't see this one. So I might uh, talk to my partner and be like, "So I know we were gonna watch Mortal Kombat." But there's this anime movie. <laughs> we have to go see the highest grossing anime movie of all time, the Mugen Well, Train. we have a, a fully vaccinated friend that we haven't seen yeah. since 2019 that drove all the way from D.C., so... Um, Do they like Demon no, Slayer? No, but Do it's my like partner's Kaleo best friend, Weed? so I can be like, you two can like hang out, because like, you know, you want to give people time with their best friend, and we kind of just live in a house, yeah. and there's a pandemic. So it is something that I can do safely, because otherwise I was like, I can go drive the car, like, to Grand Haven, and then turn around and come back and be gone for an hour. I was, I was like, trying to find a way to, like, be out of their way so they could just hang out without feeling like they have to include me, so. Oh, yeah, so you could go see Moving yeah. Train, and they can just kind of have some, some, some yeah. hang time. That's... You should do. I think you should I, do but it. I do want to watch Mortal Kombat with them, so I might be like, "So what if we watch Mortal Kombat at lunch?" <laughs> that would, yeah, watch Mortal Kombat and then go watch Mugen Train. God, I wish I could go see. Mugen I'm Train. so upset. I'll, f- I'll film it with my fucking handicam. <laughs> like <it's> 1998. <laughs> no, I could. <laughs> I could wait for Mugen Train because you know June's not too far off. I'm still salty that I have to wait for um the Conan movie. Mm. Like it's. It's getting a release in Australia. Oh, hey, also that Conan podcast followed us. Hey, guys. They did. Hey. Thank you. Hey, you listening right hey. now? Hey. You should have Brenda <laughs> on your podcast. Hey, I'm pretty pretty cool. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> this, that's great for the audio <laughs> medium we're on. I know. 
I'm great at this audio really medium. This. But <laughs> oh, uh, that was it for Mortal Kombat and Cinderella Three. We do have an yeah. announcement. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, yes. one, hopefully you hear this announcement. And we're not too late. Uh, <laughs> two, uh, Apple Podcasts is changing up their their stuff. Um, we don't control that. We may not be on no. Apple for a quick second. Hopefully, not too long. Um, so if you're hearing this one, you may want to make sure you're staying, if you want to, if you want to keep listening each week, you may want to catch us on Spotify or other podcasting platforms if you don't see us on Apple initially. Um, our network is making sure they're doing all they can to make sure that doesn't happen, but Apple changes stuff sometimes and tells people not soon enough for us to do whatever they want us to do. Yeah, so definitely like just go to our Twitter. We have like a link mm-hmm. tree. Is that what yes, that's called? It is. A link tree? Yes, which it has like links to like where our podcast posts on other platforms. So if ever like you don't see an episode go up on a Wednesday, just double check. If, and we don't post that we skipped a week. Um, just check the link tree and see if it like posted up on Spotify mm. or um, I guess we're on Amazon for some reason. We're on like- Spotify. We're on Audible. <laughs> we're on uh, Podbean. Are we on Pod? We are on Podbean. Yeah. I double checked. Are we on Pod? Nobody listens are we on to Pod us. Bay? On- oh, Podbay. I don't know. I guess I should check the link tree. And you all should, too. You all should check our Twitter <laughs> and our link tree. You all should yeah. watch uh, Mortal Kombat and Cinderella. I almost said Sailor Moon 3. <laughs> oh, wow. You all should watch Mortal Kombat and Cinderella 3. And you all should yeah. be our listening buddy and listen to this, to this show because we love you. And you should also listen to... Uh, my friend Paloma's new podcast, um, what is it? It's And My Ask, which is a Lord of the Rings podcast in which Paloma's friend um, tells Paloma all about Lord of the Rings. And Paloma has never seen Lord of the go. Rings. And neither have I. We're also so- playing on Owl Tale. I don't know what that is. What is that? I have no that? idea. We're on Owl Tale. Listen on Owl Tale. Let's see what Owl Tale is. Uh, it's loading. There we are. Owl Tale. That's us right there. Two friends, Austin and Brenda, delve into wow. the rich history of niche nerd topics. That's us. There's our last Mortal Kombat episode. There we go. Our link tree wow. has everything. It's current. Our network is great. Thank you, Nacelle. Yeah. Thanks. Love, Love you. you. Uh, Love I think you that's so it for the movies. Yeah. That's it. Well, thanks for stopping yeah. by, everyone. I'll see you next week. I won't week. see you next week. <laughs> that's not true. I'll be here, too. <laughs> we'll be here. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to the podcast, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.